Alright, we are live, 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 live. This is episode one, my timeline, MTL, whatever you want to call it. This is Cito on Instagram. You can find me as Sofrito Cito, S-O-F-R-I-T-O, Cito, S-I-T-O. Um, let me keep it real simple. I'm just an average guy from Jersey. My interest is music, uh, passion is fashion, and um, just all the way solid, 100. This Pacific Podcast, just me. Normally, I'll have a guest up here, but I figured for the first episode, i uh, just come introduce myself, break down how the podcast is going to be going, uh, just so you can get a good feel and grasp of what to expect. So, normally, when I have a guest, I will introduce the guest, the, the guest would tell you their name, where they're from, all that good stuff. Then I'm going to start off with um, random questions. So I'm going to answer the random questions today so y'all can understand and y'all can get a good grasp of who I am. So first question, something real generic, real kind of corny, but at the same time, it's a good topic because everybody have this debate at the barbershop with their friends, wherever. So let's start it off with favorite rappers. I'm not going to do it all the time. I'm going to do it right now. Favorite rappers right now is Drake, Meek, Big Sean, J. Cole, and my fifth it changes. It goes from A Boogie to G Easy. Um, I know that last one. A lot of y'all probably don't agree with. It really doesn't matter. It's what I like. It's what I listen to. It's what I think is really impactful music. And G Easy, uh, Bay Area rapper. A lot of people don't know who he is. A lot of people do. And same thing with A Boogie, East Coast rapper. A lot of people in the West probably not too familiar with him, but you should get uh, you should get to know him. Both of them, great artists, completely different. But just what type of mood I'm in is dependent on which one of them I would put in my top five. Uh, the next thing, favorite movies. Bronx Tale, all-time favorite movie. If you've never seen it, you need to go figure out wh where to see it at. It's not on Netflix. They need to figure that shit out. They need to get it on there. Second movie, Blow. Third movie, Belly. I know they all kind of gangster hood kind of movies. It's just my interest is what I'm into. Uh, I do like The Notebook, Space Jam, like other movies, but this is just what I'm into. It's my favorite movies. Uh, favorite sports team, when it comes to basketball, OKC. That's just because I'm a LeBron fan. Uh, Westbrook is dope, Paul George is dope, and the other players, I'm not going to act like I know who they are, I really don't. But they did take that uh, that W last, last night. Uh, KD was looking real crazy, but... um. Westbrook came out on top. Melo came out on top. Paul George did the same. Oh, first and foremost, you know what? I'm rushing. I'm just kind of just spitting things out. I want to say happy Thanksgiving. Uh, I pray that we all spend time with family. We got to eat a good meal. We got to um, think about what, what we're thankful for and actually get to appreciate that. Hopefully, we didn't skip over it. Hopefully, we just didn't let it go by. Hopefully, we actually... Mm, excuse me. Um, hopefully, we actually uh, know what we're thankful for. We have to count our blessings. We can't just uh, think about what we want, what what we need, and what we want to do. But we need to think about what we have and what we're grateful for today. So, um, like for myself, I'm grateful for my family, my friends, my beautiful fiance, my two daughters. I got a six-year-old, one-year-old, beautiful, beautiful girls, Scarlett Carter. Um, I'm grateful for, really, I'm grateful that I can hear. If I was deaf, I think that would affect me the most. Like, I could do without having an arm. I could do without walking. I could do without seeing. But if I cannot listen to music, I'm, I wouldn't be able to survive 24 hours. That's just, that's just keeping it 100, man. Um, the next thing, uh, I'm really heavy on sneakers. Uh, fashion. So I would ask somebody like, "What's their favorite shoe?" My favorite shoe, for instance, is the Jordan One. And I know all y'all probably saw the um the OVO Jordan One that's coming out. I saw it on brother brother D Instagram page. Um, I'll get his Instagram information in a little bit. But um, he was the first person I saw drop the pictures before Drake, before Complex, before anybody. Uh, most of the time, I, I go to his page and I actually see what's coming out. He normally got got a good um. 
His Instagram is actually um, brother underscore D. You could go check him out. He has one of the sickest sneaker collections I personally ever saw. Um, and he also have updates on tons of um, things that are coming, things that are concepts. Uh, so make sure you check him out. Give him a follow. Uh, the last I checked, he had a YouTube page where he um, he unboxes certain shoes and he gives his um, his review on shoes and he goes into detail of um, great detail of the history behind them, um, different things that that it, that it might consist of. So make sure you check him out, brother underscore D. Um, then from there, guys. I'll probably ask a couple more random questions to the guests. I'm not going to keep on doing this. So let's jump right into it. Um, there's some new music that came out recently. Uh, for instance, Sai High the Prince. Sai High the Prince is signed to good music. He's been signed to him for quite a while now. He never really released uh, an album or much music. He helped write on Yeezus and he helped write on, um, on Life of Pablo. I don't know exactly how much he... Uh, put in but I know for instance like he wrote on um on Father Stretch My Hands the song uh with Cuddy on um Pablo. It's a dope song. Um so he has some type of talent. But I just listened to his I skimmed through his album. His album called um No Dope on Sundays, I believe it is. I didn't like it. It was terrible. Um it just was not impressive. He had a couple people in there he had Pusher T on there. He had a verse from Kanye that sound like it's like two years old. Uh, he had two chains on there. I just was not impressed with it. And it really was disappointing because I sat there and I watched his Breakfast Club interview. And he was very cocky and arrogant. And for him to be so cocky and arrogant, he probably should have worked a little bit harder on his project. And the reason why I say he worked harder is because... If he's around Kanye, I believe Kanye is good enough to have people with talent around him. I believe his ear is good enough to not have trash people around him. So, I feel like Dude probably rushed his project. Dude probably gave all his good shit that he wrote away to Ye and just put something together and, and gave it to him. There is certain artists that can write that aren't really great artists. Uh, for instance, um, Seven Streeter. My fiance loves Seven Streeter. She swears by this girl. And every time she come on, I'd be like, who's that? And she'd be like, it's Seven. Like, how don't you know? And I keep it real. I'm like, she doesn't stand out. She doesn't have that thing. She doesn't have her, like, she has her own voice, but it's not exciting. Like, you hear certain people, and you know it's Beyonce. You know it's Trey Songz. Even, like, The weekend, like, before The weekend was The weekend. You heard his voice and you knew who that was, or as you asked who that was and you never forgot it. Seventh Street, like my, my my fiance, play her all the time, and I never know who it is. But if she's playing SZA, I know who SZA is because she has a voice that stands out. She has a, a thing that can be described in words, but some people don't got it. And a lot of writers, they're great writers. Like Party Next Door. Party Next Door is an incredible writer. He has some good songs that I like. But he'll never be on Drake's level. He'll never be on that high, uh, like, like platform. He just won't. He wrote work. He wrote Hotline Bling. He wrote, I think, One Dance. He wrote all these great songs for other artists. Uh, he even wrote the, um, uh, what's the name of the song? DJ Khaled, Rihanna, and Bryson Tillis. I can't remember what I'm talking about. But he wrote that. And, um... If that was his song, I don't think he ever would have, like, it would have never been as big of a song as it was if he didn't give it to Khaled to have other people sing. Certain people don't have it. And Sire the Prince, it was just average. Ball. And then even the bars, like, nothing was, was like, oh, like, he didn't have a crazy flow. He didn't have no dope punchlines. He wasn't a good storyteller. He didn't have no dope trap joints. The beats were even mediocre. Like, it was just a project that I just would not spend my time on. Mind you, but I am going to go and I'm going to listen to it again. But that's all he's getting out of me. So, um, that's just what it is. It's disappointing, man. Like, I tried, I tried, and it wasn't nothing.
uh, more good, more new music. Cameron Dipset, he just dropped something new. Um, I fuck with it, bro. Like, he got a couple vibes on there. He got some shit that really feel like, uh, it sounds like old Dipset, but not in a corny old way. Like, like when Fifty Cent dropped music, it sounded like oh, it sounded like Fifty back in two thousand and six. And and it's a negative way, but the Dipset joint, like maybe, like maybe we just needed something like this. But I really approve of it. Uh, Dave East just dropped a new project. I haven't had a chance to tap in, listen to it. But with Dave East, I'm kind of like he's like a hit or miss. Like he'll have something I like and I love. He'll have something I feel like he should have never dropped. Uh, personally, I feel like some artists just record and drop whatever they feel like. Then there's some artists that don't drop much music but they're but it's because they're selective they might record a hundred songs but they don't drop every song that they record there's some artists that record 30 songs and drop all 30 songs so uh davies he might be that kind of artist maybe not um as far as music wise i uh we lost somebody recently i can't find never listened to his music uh i tried to listen to it I'm a, I'm gonna be 100% honest. We're gonna start off right here. I'm not with the whole little pump, little peep, yachty. Like yachty, sometimes like is alright. Like his like records. Like I'm not okay. I can listen to it. But like little pump, little pump, little pump. I can't fuck with it. It's not for me. Uh, I can't. I can't get jiggy to this shit. Like it's just not for me. It might be what my ears just listen to. I might be an old head. I might be wise. Who knows? But I just can't fuck with it. Um. But we did lose somebody, Lil Peep, and we lost him through a drug overdose. The kid was crying for help. He left Instagram posts. He was going on live. Like, basically, not basically, he was really begging for help, and no one took it serious. And that's the worst thing you could do. Somebody that's depressed and someone that's talking about death and someone that's crying for help and their addict. That's the worst combination. They're trying to take, they're trying to be numb for a moment, so they take as much drugs as possible. As soon as those pills start to wear off, and I'm not talking about they pop a pill and two hours later, but I'm talking about they pop a pill, it kicks in 15 minutes, they feel that that, that high, but but when somebody takes pills or 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 do these drugs so much, the high only lasts so long. So then they pop another. And they barely feel anything, so they pop another. And this kid was trying to take away the pain that he felt. His life could have been perfect. He like as far as what people think, he could have had money. He could have been popping. He could have been having females and all like everything he ever wanted. Some people are just sick. Some people are just depressed. Some people just their brain don't produce happiness the way others do. And I feel really bad for this kid because this kid was begging for help and he spoke about his death and he said things like like i might like like i might die young and 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 like i hope that these pills take away my pain for 15 seconds and like he said these things and nobody stepped in like if like i sit there and think about it, like if i had a friend that was doing this and 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 not only friend there's a like I'm sh he was on tour when he died. There was probably 10 to 15 people that he was paying, that he was taking care of, and nobody was paying attention to him like that. He was passed out dead, and they, and they thought, oh, he's just sleeping because he passed out from drugs again. They, they treated it like it was normal. That's sick. That's really sick to me. How can you treat that behavior like it's normal? And if this person is paying your bills and you care about this person and you want them to 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 get bigger because if they get bigger, that puts more money in all your pockets and just for the just for wanting him to do better in life, you guys should have stepped in. Someone should have done something. His mom lost her son and everybody like and then all these rappers came out of nowhere. R.I.P. Lil Peep. R.I.P. Lil Peep. Like I mean, like I never saw y'all post that kid before. I follow a whole bunch of y'all. Nobody said anything, and y'all care so much now, but y'all still sipping lean and popping zans. So what the fuck? Like is somebody going to do something? Someone needs to do something. The, the change got to come now. It has to. 
it has to come down, man. Like, as I've seen people throw their lives away. I know people that overdosed. I know people that got clean. Something like it's dangerous, and I can't judge people. Um, I'm the first person that's going to judge you. Uh, I might have done what I did, and, and I might do what I do. Um, but if someone is sick, and if someone is telling you that they're depressed and talking about death and talking about they feel lonely and seeing all these things, and you know they're taking drugs, like you help them kill themselves if you didn't do anything. The person that sold him the drugs, I don't think that person helped kill him. Now, if the drugs was laced and the person knew, they have some responsibility. But if they just sold him some Zans and they weren't laced or whatever and he was just making his money, drug, uh, he's going to buy it from someone else. If he ain't buy it from that guy or, or that girl, he's going to buy it from somebody else. But the friends, like I noticed this kid ain't on tour buying his own drugs. I know he got his manager or one of his boys, every state they go to, yo, I need these these joints, go find them for me. And that's the person to blame because you knew that he was sick. You're not like, I mean, I don't know him, but just going down his Instagram post, I saw he was sick. I, I saw that y'all probably laughed at all. Or probably didn't pay that much attention. Or probably like, oh, bro, like, don't worry about it. Be happy. Here, man, pop these joints and and you're going to feel amazing. You're going to feel like a superhero. You're going to feel happy. And he did for a couple minutes. And then that was it. I don't know. Like, I'm not going to dig deep in this. Uh, and the rapper that's posting them just for clout, that's whack. Y'all niggas is lame as hell. Do something else. Uh, the rapper Lil Tracy. I know he's really fucked up right now because Pete was his boy. They had a fallout and it wasn't nothing that deep either. Like it, was, like it was something that could be fixed. And he basically stepped away just for the time being because he just didn't want to live in Pete's shadow. But I know he got to be hurt right now. And um, and my condolences to Pete, his family, his friends. And um, rappers like we really need to do something like we keep talking about these Zans and it's lean and these perks and all this and these kids is doing it and once they don't have the money for it no more or they can't find it they're going and and, and they going to go get some dope and we all know this dope isn't dope is fentanyl and they doing whatever with it and they overdosing we got to have some responsibility uh, we got to do better. That's it, really. We just gotta do better, man. So, um, yeah. Yeah, that shit kinda threw me off, but anyway, let's get back into it. Uh Trump. Now this Trump is an interesting person. We really allowed someone that went bankrupt countless times, that has ruined cities and businesses and Ruined people's lives. Turned to be our president. I don't think you guys would trust Trump with your bank accounts. And yes, he has money. But he doesn't care about your money. So, I, the people that voted for him. I don't think you would trust him with your money. I, I don't think you would. But you trust him to be our president. So, Trump is going at LeVar. First of all, LeVar is a... People might look at him like he's crazy. I look at him like he's a concerned dad. He's an involved dad. And he might say crazy things. But I'm, I, as someone that really didn't have my dad there, I, like, I would take my dad in any form. Especially if he's pushing me and talking talking uh, crazy to help better me. So, feel like what you want. But I feel like LeVar didn't have to say thank you to Trump. Trump is... Instead of all the problems in the world, he's focusing on a basketball player father. That's like this is his big problem. This is what he's spending his days at the White House doing, tweeting about someone not saying thank you. First of all, since little we were told to not do things just for a thank you and for for, for the shine. We do things cuz we mean it, right? 
like he really need to get this shit together. He needs to figure out what he's doing with Russia. He's over there talking about uh, Putin said he didn't do it, so he didn't do it. Then the dude, um, the, the congressman, I can't remember his name. I'm, I'm not really into politics, so so don't be upset. But um, the dude that was talking, when he was 30, he was talking to a whole bunch of 15 and 16-year-olds. He's like, oh, well, he said he didn't do it. So it, it just seemed like everybody he wants to believe, he believes. But then he turns around and all Mexicans are this and these people need to get out of our country and and he says all this racist bullshit but if you're a white man and you say that you didn't do anything you didn't do it says Trump you didn't do it so we need to figure out how to become white men and Republicans so when we say we didn't do something he believes us and get us off because this is ridiculous your own daughter said this guy deserves a place in hell and you turn around and say I'm gonna endorse him because he said he didn't do it I could smack you in your face and say I didn't do it are you gonna believe me are you gonna say oh well he said he didn't do it I know I saw him I know there's witnesses I know he got caught red-handed but he said he didn't do it but this is the same guy that goes on TV and he'll say something and he'll do something. And then on the next interview, they bring it up and he say, I never saw that. I mean, I never said that. Then they roll back the clip for him. And he's just had the dumb face on. And then he still sticks to his story. I never said that. I never said that. I didn't do that. So... In his head, I think he thinks that if he say he didn't do something, even though there's proof, or if he says something, he, like, don't get it wrong, like, I believe in a secret. I believe in what you say will come true, the energy and the vibes you put out to the world, uh, if they're positive, will come through. And if I say I'm going to be this in life, then if I work hard and if I keep on trying, I'm going to be that in life. I believe in a secret, but it got to be a line. Like it has to be like I'm five seven. I know just because I say I'm six foot, I'm not really six foot. I know it. Believe me, I would have been said I was six foot. I'm sure my girlfriend would wish that I was six foot. I'm sh I would have been balling on these niggas, but I'm not. And just because I said it, not going to change a thing. I pray for Trump. I pray for the White House. I pray for everybody that follows him. I pray for the people that believe him. I pray for the people that voted for him. I pray for the people that have hope and faith in this man. I really do. Because I feel like you guys know the truth. But if you guys are lying to yourselves, that's terrible and that's dangerous. Lie to us all you want. But if you're lying to yourself and believing it, that's sick. Um. Yeah, man, that's sick. On some other news, Fab Jada dropping a project tomorrow. I've been waiting for the Jason versus Freddy for hella long, hella, hella, hella long. Fab and Jada, two of my favorite rappers of all time. Not right now, just for the sake of uh, they haven't really been dropping nothing. Fab has never been very consistent. I mean, he hasn't. He hasn't. Um. But I've been waiting for the project for a long time. It was supposed to come out like Halloween three years ago. Uh, they dropped a song with Future. Uh, Future could have went hard on the hook. I was expecting something crazy for Future. But it just sounded like... First of all, it barely sounded like Future. It sounded like somebody that was trying to sound like Designer was on the song. But um, Fab verse was hard. Jada verse was hard. Fab also got a verse on uh, Yo Gotti's song with DJ Khaled called Three Kings. Verse is hella hard. Punchlines is hella hard. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to this project. Uh, lyrically, I feel like it's going to be something that, we, that we've that we been missing. Uh, it's going to give that East Coast punchline, smooth flow. Like, that put your hoodie on and make a face because he just said the hardest shit ever. I feel like it's going to be that kind of vibe. Uh, I just can't wait. It comes out tomorrow, Black Friday. Uh, so while y'all out shopping, tune yeah, just tune in. 
Um, I'm sure it's gonna be fire. Jada and Fab, you can't go over on. I mean, you just can't. Y'all young dudes might say that shit's whack because they actually t saying some shit. They actually are using their vocabulary. It might not be for y'all. Uh, all right, let's finally get into what the what the uh, podcast is. So, basically, we're gonna talk about topics. We're gonna talk about what's going on. But we're gonna talk about this timeline. I be seeing crazy shit on my timeline. Some of it be good, some of it be terrible, some of it I don't understand. One of the main things I hate, I'm going to tell you right now. I hate when people write posts, RP grandma, you died 16 years ago, uh, blah, blah, blah. Now listen, I'm sorry you lost your grandma. I lost my mom almost 10 years ago. I think about it every day. October 2nd is her death anniversary. I'm not going to say, Mom, I miss you. I know you're looking down on me. Talk to you on Instagram. I go to your grave. I talk to you. And that's that. I feel like a lot of people do it for attention. Post, post, post a picture in your dope-ass outfit for attention. Post your food because you just cooked up some shit and it's fire. Post that for attention. Post your high score on a video game. Post you're like you just got a raise even the people that post why is the money put it to your ear post that for attention girls go and post pictures wearing half of nothing on post your babies post the new makeup you just got because you just got that Fenty before anybody else go post that go get some likes off that don't get likes off of your dead grandma from 16 years ago don't do it now, if you're trying to uh, raise like some type of like um like get people to be familiar with, with the cause, because your grandma passed away from cancer and it's October and you saying fuck cancer or something like that, go ahead. And mind you, like I'm not Instagram police. Who am I to tell you what to post and what not to post? This is just what I think. When I see, I kind of make a face. I never like it. Sometimes I unfollow y'all. But who cares? It's little old me. I'm not important. One unfollower is not going to hurt. Actually, it might hurt y'all though. Because I'm sure y'all the same kind of people that got that app that tell you when somebody unfollow you. And then y'all text me like, yo, you just unfollow me? Yeah, I just did. And I tell you why. You did some bullshit. You the same people that old as hell but still talking about uh like my picture or rate me and i'll give you a follow doing shout outs and shit trying to get followers don't do it you 30 ma you can't be living like that you can't i ain't trying to hit none of that that's just trash you're trash stop it um, but yeah, but we're going to go down the timeline. We're going to talk about whatever topics going on there. Right now, my phone's in my hand. I'm scrolling through. See, a, like the first thing that pop up, True Life, just uh, posted a picture of, of, of um, Bobby. Man, uh, free Bobby, yo. Um, Bobby was a real one. He really, really, really turned up with, with that one song. Like, I'm sure everybody going, uh, I mean, everybody went out last night. Uh, the day before Thanksgiving, I know everybody was lit, and when that came on, everybody was doing this murder dance. Bobby, uh, you're not going to be forgotten out here. People still still talking about you. They still playing your song, and they still trying to um, keep your name alive. And Free Rowdy, too, man. Uh, next thing I see, Ben Baller. So, I forgot who it was, but somebody put up a post about... Um, if you say that you drinking, first of all, stop drinking lean. But like, this is what I'm talking about. The stunting needs to stop. I guess they don't make activists no more. It's been a long time since they made activists. And these rappers is still talking about they drinking act. They still talking about it, but you're not because they don't even make it no more. So how are you drinking this? But you got kids out there finding act is really fake act. Some shit that people made in, in their kitchen. And they ODing on it. Y'all need to stop. And it, like, is that shit cool? Like, and m most of y'all rappers like forty. Y'all forty talking about this. Y'all not cool. Y'all old. 
Somebody I love to see on my timeline. I love seeing Wallow, man. Like, Wallow's story is amazing. Wallow been home. At this point, I'm not sure. But when I first got up on him, he was only home for like seven months. And Wallow was out here. He woke up. He was hitting those streets. He had them t-shirts. He was posting five, ten videos a day. He's over here reaching the people. Yo, Wallow is an inspiration. There's people that never went to jail, that had everything handed to him, and still stuck in the same position. Wallow was gone for 20-something years. He came home and got to it. He didn't complain. He didn't say, oh, well, I can't get a job. He didn't stop himself. He went and got it, man. Damn. Uh, and, and hit real one. Uh, I like, I hit Wallow up. Wallow hit me back. Wallow FaceTime me when when um, I was at work one day with Gilly. Uh, I, no, I think I FaceTimed them, but they answered. Um, Wallow like answered my text like, yo, that's a real one. Like, he he doesn't need to. He's popping out here. And one of the coolest things I saw Wallow do like if oh this is Wallow two six seven by the way. I'm my bad. Wallow wore Vans. He wore the hell out of Vans. Wallow was not getting no love from Vans. He was adding them, adding them, adding them. They wasn't trying to show him no love. Maybe they were trying to send him some product, but wasn't trying to cut a check or do no partnership. So he, like, he didn't just say, like, he just didn't take whatever. He went, moved on. I guess he reached out to Puma, or or Puma realized what he was doing. They reached out to him. However, now he put, now he Puma out. But he didn't stop. He went, this shit didn't work? All right, now I'm going to do this. Most people would be like, oh, Vans don't want to work. I guess I'm just going to stop or else I'm going to keep wearing Vans and not getting paid for it and keep on spending my money. Wallow said, nah, I love Vans. I like I like the way they look. But a business is a business. And he knows that he's a business. He is a walking billboard. He is a business. People know that face. People know his voice. So they know that whatever he wears, somebody somebody's going to pay attention to and that company's going to make a dollar off of him so he knows even though I, I like this brand i'm gonna go this way and it wasn't on no fake oh well, i'm gonna wear puma just because puma's a fly fly brand like it's not like he went to uh for the sake of, of anything i'm gonna say k-swiss but even k-swiss is kind of popping right now shout out to gary v um he just dropped his his sneaker um, point is, man, you keep on going. When one thing don't work, you go back to the drawing board, you figure it out, and you go grind again, man. Going down timeline, timeline. Uh, boom. All right, so I know all y'all been seeing the story. The 16-year-old girl, um, I, I don't want to kill her name. Send... Cynthia Brown or Cintoa Brown. Long story short, this little girl, um, she was kidnapped. She, this pimp or this dude was drugging her and raping her and doing all these terrible things. She pulled a gun out one day. She shot him. This little girl is in jail. I don't. She was 16 at the time, so I don't know how old she is now. But she was sentenced to 69 years. No, she will be. No, she's able for parole in 69 years. Do you understand this? A little girl was raped, kidnapped. She found the courage to do something. You think she wanted to kill that man? You think any little girl want to pull the trigger and kill someone? She has to live with that for the rest of her life, along with everything that she had to deal with. And this justice system put this little girl behind bars. How? But then there's people like um, Casey Anthony killed her daughter. And because they said it was kind of an accident, she's free. I will never understand this. I will never understand it. If this was a little white girl, she'll be a hero. She will have a fucking sculpture of her in front of every school because she fought back. But instead, she's a little light-skinned brown girl and she's in prison. She's in prison for the majority of... 
she's in prison for basically her whole life. And 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 let me get one thing clear. One of my best friends, shout out to Dirk, what up, baby? Um, one of my best friends is white. My favorite cousin in the world, my favorite cousins, Isaiah, Eli, and Raya, they're all half white. I don't I've see color because people are forcing me to. But for for the biggest part of my life, I really didn't see color. Cause people weren't racist to me. I can't say until like until I was about 21, 22 was the first time I actually saw racism towards me. But before that, I never had no problems. I, my, like, all my best friends are different races. I have an Indian best friend. I have a Spanish best friend. I have a white best friend. I have a white and black best friend. I have a black best friend. I even have a Chinese best friend. My circle is very diverse. So I don't want people thinking that I'm big on, oh, but white people and Spanish people, and I'm, I'm not. But my point is, no little girl should go to jail for this. No little girl. But this little girl's a hero. I have two daughters. And God forbid anything ever like this happened. And they're in a position to do something about it. They're going to feel empowered because this little girl did something. And I pray that we find a way to get her home because I don't want them to feel like, oh, if I do something, if I'm able to do something, I might not do it because she went to jail for her whole life. I'd rather sit here and stay kidnapped and get raped. That's what you're teaching these little girls. That's what you're telling them. You're telling them not to stand up for themselves. You're telling them that that this man has the power and you should not do anything about it. If this was and I pray that the judge and the lawyers that the, that that sent her to jail and the jury. I pray that none of you have daughters. I pray that none of you have children. Cuz if you did, you're telling me one of two things. You don't care about them or you're just really selfish and you would want for your children but wouldn't want to seem for someone else's and that's terrible like i want my kids to have the best in life of course because they're my kids but if i have any power for someone else to have what they have i will do it if they if, if i have the opportunity to give someone opportunity to to have a good life and my daughters and and I found a way to, to to give that to them. I'm I'm going to do it for someone else. Children are innocent. Children are, uh, they they have no blame. They have. They are just trying to turn into adults. They're trying to live the best life and is it's our responsibility as 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 people. To raise all children and not just our children but to want good for all of them never should you look at a, a child and because he's not yours or 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 because you don't know them personally you should look at them any negative way or you should judge them or you should want bad for them man I pray for this little girl I see Kim Kardashian T.I. And a bunch of other um, celebs. They're talking about putting money together for the lawyer team. Um, I pray that something is done about this. Uh, I pray that she actually comes home and has a second chance at life. A good life. Because apparently they're okay with her having a terrible life and going to jail and having an even worse life. On that same note, man, Free Meek. Philly loves Meek, bruh. I never saw a city support a rapper the way that Philly recently been supporting me. They love his music, but I think they love him. People can say whatever about Meek. Meek is a real one, uh, and that's proven. A city don't love you like that if you're not a real one. People don't care about you the way that they care about him if he was out here doing fucked up shit, if he wasn't showing love. Shout out to Meek, man. Free Meek.
Meek um, popped, popped up on my timeline a little bit ago. Uh, Meek still sent his people out. They still did the turkey drive. Over a thousand families was fed, man. Over a thousand families. He's doing that from jail. He's going through something right now. He might do two to five years on some bullshit. And he still told his people to take care of his people. He still told the chases and whoever else that he got in charge. Like, yo, take care of my people. Take care of Philly. That's why that judge hate him. Because Meek was trying to take care of his people. And she just wanted to be taken care of. She wanted something for her. She didn't give a fuck about Philly. She didn't give a fuck about Meek. She wanted something for her. She wanted to get a song shot out and to for like to get a piece of that check because she wanted her people to manage them and all that. Yeah, that's crazy, man. But shout out free Meek. Meek holds your head. You coming home? I know it, bro. Like they're gonna throw that judge out. They're gonna get you a new one. This new judge. Uh, I'm going to have faith that he or she's going to be fair. He or she's going to be understanding. And he or she will fix the the mistakes that the other judge made. And I'm sorry, not mistakes. Uh, will fix the problems that the other judge made. Because she didn't make a mistake. She knew what she was doing. But you know what? Um, all dark comes to the light, man. Uh, and on, uh, on another good note, I know Meek and Drake... Ain't gonna be buddy buddy no time soon. Uh, it took uh, Nas and Hove a long time, but I feel like they're gonna. Uh, but it was dope that Meek. I mean, it, it was dope that Dr that Drake said free Meek at his concert. I know it was small, but something small could turn into something big, man. So um, yeah, uh, free that guy. Shout out to Meek uh, Drake for not being corny, like like Safari for instance. He was on the Breakfast Club, and he, and like he didn't have to say free Meek or 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 nothing, but when they brung up Meek and being in jail, he kind of threw like a little shade, like so to me that's that's just lame. Like I wish no harm on nobody. I was jail on not my enemies. So, I mean, like I understand what happened. Dude pressed you, so you kind of feel some type of way. He took your girl, all that, but. Don't let somebody else change who you are as a person. No, like, if I did some fuck shit, it's because I did some fuck shit. There's no excuse for it. I can't be like, oh, so-and-so did this, so I did this. Like, if I get locked up and I snitch on somebody, which I never will, but if I did, I ain't going to be like, oh, well, he would have snitched on me. Nah, that shit ain't got nothing to do with it. I snitch. You feel me? So, don't let people stop you from being real, man. Don't let it happen, man. Alright, I'm um, scrolling through my timeline. Uh, off the top, shout out to MJ the Coach. MJ the Coach is a dude that I met. Um, I met him through Wallow. Uh, Wallow put up a flyer back when the thing happened in P when it first happened in PR. Um, said that um, they're going to be collecting um, uh, like shampoo and soap and Scissors and anything that can be used at a time of crisis. Me and my fiance, uh, we started hitting people up. Shout out to my friends. Shout out to people I don't even know. Everybody in the South Jersey area that that I reached out to, they came through. They put together a great care package. I dropped it off to him, and he shipped it out. And I and I'm, I'm talking about MJ the coach, man. He's a, he's a good dude. Uh. Y'all should follow him. Um, I'm actually going to get up with MJ soon, and we're going to get my budget right. Uh, there's a lot of spending that I'm doing or um, a lot of things that I'm doing that I need to get together. I need to uh, come up with a better financial plan, and with MJ, you could do that. Um, he doesn't even know I'm doing this. I'm not trying to get him no followers or nothing, but it's because I follow him, and I see what he's doing, and he actually care about you. He actually care about what you're doing with your money. He actually wants us to do better as a people and we do need to do better as people we have to invest and we have to save and we have to do these things so so we can live better and i ain't talking about live better for the moment i'm talking about live better for life so uh follow him uh shout out to the budget me family and um that's how we rocking man
still rolling on this timeline um a picture of cardi and um j cole popped up i would not like to hear a j cole and cardi song i don't know what that would sound like i'm not interested to find out i think there's no medium between the two if i feel like cardi can bring it down a little bit then I will be open to it. But I feel like Cardi's going to stay in her pocket. And that won't be... Like, Cole ain't rocking like that. Cole's a versatile artist, but... It would just sound forced. Oh, nah. That's not... Not something I'll... Not something I'll be into. If you disagree, I'm going to post that picture. Y'all leave a comment. Y'all let me know what y'all think. Maybe I maybe I'm wrong. Who knows? Uh the other day I guess it was National Friday. Friday as in French fries. They said there's a picture, four different fries, says one gotta go. One is fat burger, the other one is McDonald's, the other one is Chick-fil-A, and the other one is um uh checkers. So out of all of them, I don't know what Fat Burgers is. They don't look that good. So I'm gonna say Fat Burgers gotta go. Anybody on the West Coast that that um that know more about Fat Burger, let me know if they good or not. Uh, I love Checkers, McDonald's is good, and Chick Fil A is alright. So Fat Burger will have to go. Uh, the Queen Honeybee has sex with an average of 17 to 20 males in a single afternoon. Fellas, we all know we don't want no girl that got crazy bodies. But if our girl tells us, not even our girl, a girl that we talking to, she tells you that she caught one to seven bodies every afternoon for a month, how will you react? Not 17 to 20 like the honeybee. And now I understand they got to reproduce. They got to make the honey and this and that. And this would never happen. And people, I hope not. I hope there ain't girls out here that's catching bodies like that. Hope there ain't guys out here that's catching bodies like that. It's unsafe. It's not cool. Like, that shit is crazy. But how would you react if my girl had half as many bodies? I wouldn't be able to make her my girl. I can't do it. Maybe I'm insecure. Maybe I'm judgmental. Whatever it may be. I can't. She fucked too many niggas. She had sex with too many men. Can't do it. Um, Y'all let me know though. Y'all dudes might be into that. That might turn y'all on. That might be y'all thing. You're like, oh, you got how many bodies? Oh yeah, I'm trying to be 347. Not I. Um, this is real sad. Um, a 10-year-old wrote his letter to Santa. He says, I want school snacks, so I'm not the only one not eating during snack time at school. That's sad, man. Like, Growing up, my mom spoiled me, but I had some friends that weren't as fortunate. I had a friend. And I remember his mom was a fiend. And, um, well, at the time, we didn't realize what was different about his mom. We were probably in, like, third grade. Now, when I got a little bit older, seventh grade, I started selling hard. And she came to cop for me one day. And then I thought about it. And I understood why she was the way she was back then. Like, I understood why she was the way she was back then. And I put everything in the um, clear view. But, um, 
I can't say I, I know how that feels, but um, for the for the kids that are feeling that, um, I'm praying for y'all, and um, I pray this little kid gets more than what he asked for. I'm sure he deserves it. He's only ten, and he doesn't um, he doesn't deserve to feel the way he felt. Uh, this is crazy. As a guy, uh, I don't know how I would take this. So my girl be playing around sometimes about like how much I like Drake um, music, but this is overboard. Uh, Chance the Rapper tweeted, I can't be the only person who wakes up wishing he could hang out with Drake more. The guy looks like all he does is have a good time. I'm not sitting around thinking about hanging out with no dudes. I'm definitely not waking up like, oh, I wish I hung out with this dude more. Like, that's just weird. Um, if he said like, oh, like I wish I could make more music with Drake, that's understandable, but still won't be the first thought on my mind unless I'm feeling creative. So Chance got an answer for this, and his girl kind of looked like a man, so that just leave people just confused. I know I'm confused. Uh, Lloyd Banks. Banks used to be one of my favorite rappers. Fell off terribly. He came back with Beamer, Benz, and Bentley for a while. Then he fell off again. Uh, he was a dope rapper, but all he had was punchlines. He had one flow. Uh, 50 Cent says he was lazy. He said that he didn't really have like a, uh, um, ambition. He didn't really want to do better. All he cared about was smoking weed. Uh, that's not good. Wiz smoked a lot of weed and he's still productive. Snoop is hella productive and he was smoking hella weed for years. I don't know if y'all hear it, but I'm super cold, y'all. Like, I'm almost at the point of shivering. Uh, I'm recording this in an unfinished attic right now, so I'm cold as fuck. Um, this is interesting. It says, going to be more people at your funeral than at your B-Day. Because uh, they'd rather see you up than down. I mean, they'd rather see you down than up. That's true, man. Like, Everybody cares about somebody. Everybody's showing love when somebody died. But when they living, it's crickets. Nobody just giving random shout outs to dude that's working hard. Nobody's showing hella love for the next rapper. Everybody hating on each other or everybody not don't even need to hate, but just not supporting, not not giving compliments. And that comes from being insecure. That comes from just feeling like Oh, if he make it, then I can't make it. Or if he doing good, then that means I'm not doing good. That's not what that means. Be happy for people, man. Like, show love while people is here. Give people roses while they can still smell them. Uh, I saw something else that was interesting. Let me see if I can find it real quick. I saw something that said... Hold on, let me see if I can find it. I don't want to mess it up. Uh... uh it says something along the lines of, uh, here we go right here. Uh, when you tell somebody good news and you feel the conversation get dry after that, pay attention. It's been a couple times when I'll be excited about something and I'll tell somebody. And the conversation could be good, but once I tell somebody something that I'm excited about, they kind of get quiet. They kind of like, all right, well, kind of end the conversation. And that shows that they're not really happy for me. They don't want me to move on to the next level. They don't want me to to um to do whatever I say, or they just not happy for you. Be and it comes from a selfish place. It comes from they might not be happy for themselves, or else they might they might have failed at the same thing. So they'll be mad if you did. Like people don't understand. Like. If I make a million dollars, you can make a million dollars too. There's millions of dollars out here. If I make my dreams come true, you can make your dreams come true too. It's not like it's one space. But people want you to do good, never better than them. And that shit kills me, man. Like I never really understood why. And I think it's because people want power. People want to be like, oh, I'm the first one to do it. And then they kind of want to like... um, um they kind of want to be part of making your dreams come true. Alright, so um, what I just said about the Chance the Rapper thing, my fiance was right here. 
she she disagreed with it. She says that basically he was saying that on Drake's timeline, he looked like he'd be having fun. So, but then I said, how does it look like that? All Drake posted pictures of him like on tour and stuff like that. Then she was like, well, Drake, be, when him and his boys be smoking and hanging out. So I'm going down the timeline now. I'm going to go all the way back November 8th. That's where I'm going. Picture of him on tour. Picture of him on tour. He's still on tour. He's on tour, but took a picture with um, the girl from Stranger Things, Eleven. I guess that was fun. It was a, uh, Stranger Things is a dope show, so I guess that was a cool uh, moment for him. But still not fun. Then he puts a throwback picture. Posts a picture of his sneakers. He's still on tour. Uh, he posts a picture of smoking hookah. Him and two other guys, they all look like they're thinking about what they had for breakfast this morning. Nothing interesting going on. I'm still waiting for fun. Um, a picture of 40. Uh, he's still on tour. Post pictures of other guys. I still don't see nothing on the timeline that's fun. There's a picture of Drake doing that weird eye thing with holding up the six. And the guy behind him is smoking. Drake is actually smiling in this picture, though. So, that's fun. Drake smiled. Um, babe, do you have anything to say? Babe? Kwana? She left. She didn't have anything to say. Right? Yeah, so... I guess she's going to be mad at me now. But, um, yeah, I, I just can't agree with Chance. I don't, I mean, and he knows Drake on a different level, obviously. Like, I'm sure he knows Drake, and maybe Drake be texting him, like, crazy pictures, and, yo, bro, I'm over here, blah, blah, blah. I was just saying that I don't see it, and she said she saw it from his timeline. I'm a, like, I would like to meet Drake. I would like to meet Drake, Hove, Kanye. There's certain people that I would really like to meet. Like, I'm not in the mind space of just wanting to meet entertainers for the sake of meeting them. Um, there's rappers like... Like, there's rappers that I respect, that I respect but I wouldn't want to meet them. I, I can't think of who. I'm not going to put nobody out there right now. But there's certain people that I'm like, like I'm fans of their work or basketball players or, or actors or activists. And I, I'm i fans of them, fans of what they do. But I wouldn't necessarily, I'm not sitting around like, oh, I can't wait to meet them or, or I would like to meet them. Drake is somebody I would like to meet. I think the conversation would be cool. But I'm not just waking up thinking about that. I'm not just, that's not the first thing on my mind when I wake up. Uh, let's see what else is on this timeline. This show is really coming to an end, y'all. Um, I just wanted y'all to feel and to understand what's going to be happening here. Uh, obviously, next week when we have our first guest, things will be a little bit different. It'll be more of a conversation. It'll be more um, staying on topic. We're going to hit the timeline a lot more. Today, I kind of uh, went deep into some topics. But, um, uh, and I talked about myself a lot. That won't happen too much. Nobody cares what's going on over here. Uh, dope picture. I see a picture of, um, of Diddy and Kaepernick. I'm thankful for Kaepernick, man. Like, uh, I watched one football game this whole season. That's because I was at somebody's house that I was watching. Um, but I'm not supporting the season. Uh, I respect our flag for the sake of people died for it, but I respect our rights more. I respect the lives that were lost more. Um, not saying I respect them more than the lives that was lost for our flag. Not at all. But I'm saying that a peaceful protest is a peaceful protest. And if you can't respect that, then you just... Like, you're on the other side. That's it. Like, it's black and white. If you can't respect somebody wanting to do better, you want them to do bad. If you don't... Alright, man. Um, I just want to thank everybody for tuning in. 
next week is going to be a little bit different. It's going to be, but the guests, I think things going to flow a little bit more, and we'll touch more on the timeline. This is just to get, um, this is just to get familiar. You know who I am. I get to know you. I get to know what you want. Uh, appreciate your time. Follow us on Instagram, MLD. I'm MTL underscore podcast and Sofrito Cito. Appreciate your love. Appreciate your time. Talk to you soon.